soccer nets before it was just poles laid up and put up. And Sister Brooks, I thank you for allowing God to move on you and give you the burden and the generosity to help. 2020 is going to be a year of change. Figure we might as well get it started in the last service of 2019. Change. We hate change. Brother Lanza's back there on the last row. He's usually a front row type of guy. He got to get, I did it so he can get here early to make sure he's at the front row. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. But change. We all hate change. Change is uncomfortable. And today I am going to spend, Brother, Brother Walters told me if I, he'd give $5,000 to the building fund if I preach a nine minute and 36 second message. I got my, I got my, I got my uh, timer on here. Now, he just said message. He didn't say anything about altar call, so altar call can go on a little bit longer. I'm just, I'm just joking. But I want to talk to us a little bit about something the Lord has really talked to me over the last few weeks. And uh, Pastor Bucky, I want to thank you for the screen and the projector for donating it, allowing us to use your stuff. Uh, we've went in a different direction um, with our projection, hence that's why we had to move some things around. Uh, are you cold? That's good. Amen. Thank you, Sister Joanna. You're awesome. I actually just emailed the school while I was there and let them know that it, there seems like there'd be no heat going on. But you know what? We can make our own heat today. How about we do that? How about we just stand up? And give the Lord a great big hand clap of praise. Wave your hand. Do a little bit of calisthenics in the house today. I guarantee you, you'll get warmed up a little bit. Amen. God has been good to us in 2019. Has he blessed you? Has he healed you? 50 miracles, 50 healings in our church in the year 2019. God has been good to us. It's not over yet, amen? It's not over yet. God had started uh, over the last few months. I've been praying about 2020. And uh, one thing that the Lord kept uh, dropping in my head was come up higher. I just kept hearing it over and over and over and over. Every time I would pray, every time I would pray about this service and, and next week's service, God just continually just kept ringing in my ear, come up higher. And I, I began to talk with the Lord a little bit, and I said, God, what do you mean? How, how can we go higher? What can we do? What are you uh, wanting us to do? How are, what, what are you trying to accomplish here, God? And then Friday night, we were sitting at our table playing cards with the Walters, or not the Walters. Who was at the house Friday night? Yeah, no, it was just Jim. We were playing. So it's Thursday night. Thursday night, a setting at our table, and we were playing cards. Forgive me if y'all don't believe in playing cards, but that's okay. Um, God will forgive you. No, I'm just playing. But I heard God just plain and simple and said, if my people would just turn their eyes to me, I will pull them higher, and I will give them more 
than they've ever dreamed of. I got that while I was playing cards. And, and, and brother, uh, if Jim was here, he could tell you I was typing and playing cards and typing. But God just started just dealing with me about what our eyes are on. What are we focusing on? And God's been dealing with me about 2020. And we, in order to be all that God wants us to be in the year 2020, we have got to correct our vision. And we've got to have 2020 vision. You may be seated. What have you been aspiring for in 2019? What have you been pushing for in 2019? Uh, and, and so God just begin to deal with me. Beloved, beloved, come up higher, come up higher. I have more for you. I have more for my church. How many of you absolutely want to go and deeper in God, want to go higher in God? And when I'm talking about higher, I'm talking about commitment. I'm talking about love. I'm talking about praise. I'm, I'm just talking about everything in general. I don't want to stay where I'm at in the end of 2019. I want to go higher in the Lord. I want to go deeper in God. I want to see more of God. I'm not satisfied with 50 healings. I want to see 150. 50 healings. I'm not satisfied with only one or two getting the Holy Ghost. I want to see one or two get the Holy Ghost every single service. And God began to deal with me. And he said, we have not yet tapped into the potential that he wants to give us. Not just as a church, but as people. And God began to deal with me and tell me to tell you over the, uh, from today... To New Year's Day, begin to look over your year as a family. That's why God dropped it in my heart this morning. I changed it on the way to church this morning. The last few days of the fast, God began to deal with me and said, I want my people to choose something to give up. For me, the first part of the fast is all about church. It's all, it's all about us and growing together as a church, fasting. You'll see great things. You'll do great things. But God began to deal with me about the family. And, he began, and so that's why the last few days, I want you to pray as a family about what you want to fast and what you want to give up as a family to see God move in your family. Would you like your family to go deeper? If you have lost loved one, would you like to see them say, I believe when you push the meal back and you begin to pray, and, or whatever it is you give up, if you give it up based on what God is telling you to do, I believe 2020 will be the best year of your life. And there is no better way to start the new year off than with fasting. Amen? So, uh, listen, I know some of us were going into 2020 limping. Some of us are going into 2020 with heartbreak. Some of us are going in weary, tired, and, and just, just 
just can't just uh, get a break. But I, I come to tell you this morning that God has in, entered into this place and, and he is uh, inviting you to a place of encounter with him today. And it is a place where you be, will be revived and you will be filled with his spirit and a new anointing waits for you. So the title of my message is simply, Brother Joe, bing, 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 Upper Springs, hear God and say come. I want to talk to you for a little bit about a, a, a story in the Bible that God turned my attention to uh, Thursday night. But here's a kicker. Will you ask him at the end of this service, will you ask God to turn your vision into his vision? Or his vision into your vision. Will you ask God at the end of this service, at altar call, that in 2020, God, I want what I'm striving for, what I am pushing for. I want it to line up 100% with what you have for me and my family. And so as I was Christmas shopping, I came across a sign that said, Upper Pools. And I began to think about that for a little bit. And then the Holy Ghost started speaking to me. And he said, will you ask me for both the upper pool, the upper springs and the lower springs? Will you ask me for both upper springs and lower springs? I knew immediately that God began to deal with uh, and took my mind to Judges chapter 1, verses 14 and 15. And Caleb asked Aska, and I know I didn't say it right, so please forgive me there. But Caleb asked his daughter, basically, what can I do for you? And she replied, do me a special favor. Since you have given me the land in Negva, give me also the springs of water. I'm reading from the New International Version so maybe a little bit different. So Caleb gave her the upper and the lower springs. Now this story can serve to us today as an analogy for us that uh, what God is wanting to do in us for springs and scriptures often represent the Holy Ghost. You see, Caleb had already given his daughter and her new husband uh, a gift of land. And she wasn't satisfied with just the land. She wanted more than just the land. And now she requests, also give me. She asks her father for more. Sometimes we get so wrapped up in the little blessing that God already has for us. And we've been praying for God to do this and God does it. But we're not realizing there's a whole lot more that God wants us to walk into. We're content with this little blessing. We're content with this little healing. I believe that God wants to take us into a realm in the spirit that we have never seen in our church before. 50 miracles is great, but we're not, I am not, I will not allow you or this church to be satisfied and be blessed with just thinking about the 50. Because there's so much more. But see, her, her, uh, Caleb's daughter, she got the land. But she wanted a little bit more than the land. She said she already knew she had the favor of her daddy. And she began to say, well, do me one more favor. Give me the springs, lower and upper 
springs. And folks, we got to understand, we can, we've got favor with God. We've got favor with God. He loves us. He wants to bless us. But let me tell you something. He wants to bless you above the blessing that you're asking for. He's wanting to give you more than what you're asking for. I'm going somewhere. Please hold tight. I'm going somewhere. You see, the springs will provide a supply of water to the dry land in the south. That is their inheritance. And God uh, began to deal with me. He said, I want you to remember this today. Because I want you to understand all of us, all of my people need a fresh anointing of the Holy Ghost upon their lives. My church needs a fresh anointing of the Holy Ghost of my spirit upon its ministries. And more importantly, everything you do, everything you say say, everything you watch, everything you speak needs to be bathed in my spirit. And God, you see, because she understood something. The daughter understood that God has given me the lower land and he's given me the higher land. And now down here, there was already a spring, the lower spring. And that lower spring would water that part of the inheritance, crops would grow. They, animals could get, uh, to get, can get uh, watered in and everything. But there was no water in her inheritance part of the upper land. So she had all of this land and only half of it, Sister Brooks, was flourishing. Only half of it was achieving what God wanted it to do because it was watered by the lower spring. And she began to say, I want the same thing from the lower. I want it on the upper end too. So in order to do that, in order to make that land habitable, livable, it's got to have some water. So she goes back to her daddy and she says, do me a favor. Give me the spring. And he says, sure. And he gives her the spring. And all of that land is watered too. And God began to deal with me. And God said, T.O.P., you are a lower springs church only. You are a lower spring church only. Your little water, your little land, your little well, everything's going fine. The church is doing good. Everything's happening. God's doing some good things. But we have everything we need down here. We're being blessed, we're being healed being delivered, everything's well on this side of the land. And then God began to deal with me. There is a whole city out there. There is a whole county out there that represents the upper land. Listen, what's in this building is not our inheritance. It's just a part of our inheritance. Our inheritance is the entire Loudoun County region. It's Sterling, it's Percival, it's Leesburg, it's Hillsboro. 
Fitz Hamilton. But here's what God is saying. T.O.B., you have been so concerned with just the lower land and it's flourishing. Everything's going good. But there's a whole nother part of your inheritance that is dying, that is barren, that is dry. Because you are focused on the lower. You're focused on you. You're focused on you. And God, as my witness, I begin to cry and I begin to weep because we have spent a lot of time pouring into you and getting you to where God wants you to be. And the whole time, there's a whole nother barren part of our city and people are dying and they are going to hell and God began to tell me he said I want to not just give you the lower spring but I want to give you the upper spring because there's a fresh there's a fresh anointing that's going to hit this church on this last Sunday of 2019 there's going to be some vision changing some people are going to catch a vision for the lost in this in this church today, somebody's going to leave this building oh, with a burden, with the type of sister burden that Sister Brooks has for the orphanage. God is getting ready to give somebody in this building today a fresh vision of the harvest. But in order to embrace that, in order to embrace that, 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 that vision or that, uh, that, 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 that spirit that God's wanting to give you, you have got to adjust your vision. You have got to say, you know what, God, I'm not chasing what I want anymore. I'm going to chase what you want, God. If there's outreach, I'm going to be there, God. I'm going to teach a Bible study. I'm going to talk to my... You got to get your vision corrected today. You would not go through life with distorted vision. How many of you go to a doctor, eye doctor every year or every two years? Get your eyes checked, right? What we're doing here today is we're getting our vision checked. We're getting our spiritual eyes checked. You see, I couldn't make it a moment without these things. See all these wonderful people, and you're just great big white blobs. That's all I can make. That's why sometimes at altar call, I'll take these off. Because I don't want to see who's up here. But hear me, T.O.P. God's got an inheritance for this church. God's got a, a place for this church that we haven't even tapped into yet. We haven't even begun to grasp what, what God wants to give us. Don't settle for less. Don't settle for less than what God has for you. And don't settle for just a touch. You know there's a scripture where the blind man, the Lord goes and prays with him. And the Lord asks him, do you see, what do you see? He says, I see trees walking as men. All I see. 
There's men walking those trees, sorry. That's, that's all I see. And what did the Lord do? He touched him again. And then his vision was restored. God is touching T.O.P. again to restore our vision. To restore our vision to his. Can I just pastor for a little bit today? There is nothing more important than reaching the soul for the Lord. If there's an opportunity that this church makes available to you as a church to reach into our community, we don't need to be sitting home watching TV. We need to be out as a church, with the church, spreading this thing, letting people know, watering, watering the ground that God has given us. God help us readjust our vision. Help us understand, God, that in order to achieve what you want us to achieve, we must have 2020 vision and we must focus on you. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20, New King James Version says it this way Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we think or ask, according to the power that worketh in us. Folks, don't get settled on just the miracle because there's something greater beyond the miracle that we just have not asked God for. Hear me, hear me today. Our God is a God of more. We must stop thinking so little and start praising God for the more. Just sent Sister Brooke some properties that we talking about and thinking about. Sister Windsor found it. She's looking, and, and we found some stuff. There's uh, 14 acres just, just uh, I guess it would be north of Leesburg, a little bit down 15 towards Luckett's. It's, uh, it's $850,000. We can do this. We just got to stop thinking we can't. And stop thinking and start thinking, God, you're going to do this. You're going to give it to us, God. You're going to give it to us, God. Because you see, if we correct our vision and we make our agenda his agenda and we're following after his vision, that landowner could be our next saint. Got 10 of you. Got 10 of you right there. You see our next music leader, our next praise team leader, our next Sunday school teacher, maybe our next youth pastor, maybe our next associate pastor. I don't know. But I can tell you this. They're out there. They could be out there. I'm not saying that they're not in here. Let me correct that. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying I'm firing anybody or anything like that. But I'm just saying... They're out there. We've got to think of the future and think of what God is doing. We just can't keep plugging and playing. 
God's got somebody out there, I wouldn't be standing here today. I wouldn't be pastoring this church today if it wasn't for my brother. Because, you see, I was out there. I was out there. I wasn't in here. I was lost. I was a mess. But somebody had a burden to reach me with this wonderful message. Even though he tricked me to get me to come to church. But I still came to church. And God still touched me. And God brought me in. You see, the harvest, it's not here. The harvest isn't here. The harvest is out there. And that's where our 2020 vision is going to be. As a church, we are looking to the barren land. We are the salt and we are the light of this earth. And we are going to water the barren lands. We are going to water the barren areas of Leesburg, Virginia. And we are going to see the miraculous harvest that God wants to give us. Now what if uh, Caleb's daughter and her husband, having received both upper and lower springs as a gift, only utilized the lower springs? Whole, whole sections of their land would remain dry and it would remain barren. They would have only been using a part of the land that was given to them. That's us here today. We are just using a part of the land that God has already given us. Don't settle for less than the fullness of what God has for us. You see, God is waiting, and God is waiting for you and I to reach up to him and reach into the untapped resources of his spirit that he has awaiting each one of us in this building today. So let's not be those who will settle for the lower springs alone, but instead we may press on and receive all that God has for us. As the musicians come, Brother James, you get to keep your $5,000. I went over a little bit. Sorry about that, sir. Catch you next time. If we'll all stand. Musicians come. Here's, here's, here's the kicker. In order to possess the upper springs, we have got to have a mindset shift. I said shift. <laughs> I said shift. I watched the video last week and there was something in there that sounded a little bit differently. You want a good laugh? Go listen to it. But there has to have a mindset shift in each one of us here today. You see, she asked her father not just to do any old favor. Joe, if you could put up Judges 114 NIV version first. She didn't ask for just, Dad, can you do me a favor? She says, Dad, can you do me a special favor? 
a special favor. A special favor. And King, uh, New King James Version says it this way. Give me a blessing. Give me a blessing. We've got to change our mindset. You see, she already knew. She already knew she had her father's favor. And that fueled her expectation. She knew. My baby girl here, she knows she has my favor. She knows there's nothing I wouldn't do for her. A little while ago, I almost went to jail for her, but the Holy Ghost got a hold of me because I wanted to kill somebody. See, and she has no problem coming to me. Dad, can I get a new phone? Dad, she go to mom. Mom, I need gas. Well, stop by a gas station. Dad, I need gas. She has no problem coming to me and asking for what she needs because she knows she already has my favor. And so sometimes it fuels her, it fuels her expectation to ask for something above and beyond. This is what we got to get with God. We got to understand we already got his favor. Instead of just asking for a little blessing, we need to say, you know what, God? Thank you for that. But can you do me something special? Can you go a little bit further, God? Can you bless me a little bit higher, God? You see, we already got, so it fuels our expectation. Does anybody in this building know that you have the favor of God already on your life? So stop staying in the lower springs and start moving into the upper springs where God wants to give you above and beyond. And all you got to do is ask for it. You gotta ask for it, but it's gotta be a mind shift in our lives. You see, God is in this house today inviting us to come up higher and to go into a new realm and quit living in the lower springs alone and move into the higher springs. This whole story is to remind us that we are loved by God. You see, a little bit of the story you might not know. Go home and read Judges chapter 1 through there. You see, Caleb offered his daughter to the first man that would go out and kill 
the enemy. You see, her dad treated her so badly. And you might be in this building today feeling like you've been treated badly. You might be in this building today feeling like God has left you. Feeling like God has abandoned you. But I come to tell you this morning, this whole message was God showing his love was a father showing his love to his daughter. Every time we come together, God is wanting to show somebody his love. But hear me today, we can never, we can never, we can never have our city. You will never have what you're pushing for, what you're striving for, you will never get it and keep your relationship with God unless you have a mind shift change here today and you begin to put God at the center of everything you do. Every job you take, every move you make, you put God at the center and you follow God and God will give you above and beyond all that you could ever think or ask of. You see, when I came to church, I was a mess. And my, I got refilled with the Holy Ghost. I went back to my couch. I was living in my brother's house. I went back to my couch. And I began to pray that Sunday night. Brother Treat, and I began to cry out to God. And I promised God a couple things. One of the things I promised him was, God, I am not going to live any less for you than I lived for the world. So, God, if I walked five miles to go to a drug party, God, I'm going to walk five miles to go to church. God, if I dropped $150 a day in marijuana, God, I'm going to drop just as much as I can for you. But here's the kicker. There's one prayer I prayed, God. Now, I was single, and I had a daughter. And I said, God, I don't want anybody to come in my life and distract me from you. I didn't come to church to look for a girlfriend. God, I found a Savior. And God, I don't want nothing in my life that's going to distract me from you. Now, listen to me here today. I'm not just talking about a girl. I'm not just talking about a guy. I'm talking about anything in your life. Take off the evangelist hat, put on the pastor hat. Anything in your life that will distract you from moving after the things of God need to be put down at this altar today. You need to kill it today. And you need to commit to God today. God, I don't want nothing to distract me from you. You know, one thing we can all probably attest to is sometimes life ends too short. Sometimes God 
takes us home before we're ready to go. I want nothing in my life that would stand in my way, whether it's today, tomorrow, or the rapture, that God says, Ray, I'm calling you home. I don't want nothing in my life that has distracted me from that moment of seeing him face to face. You see, we got to have a mind shift change. We've got to understand. And I'm sorry, guys. I got y'all standing. The Lord just hit me there. I don't want nothing. I don't want nothing in my life to separate me from you. You see, we must understand we are heirs. We are heirs in Christ. And we must change our mindset in 2020. We must adjust our vision and start seeing things as God sees them and start seeing people as God sees them. You see, we must go into the new year. We must go into the new year with the attitude of an heir. We must go into 2020 with an attitude of an heir. You know, when you are about to inherit something, you kind of get a little excited about it. You kind of begin to think, I'm an heiress. I'm an heir. I got this. I got this thing. I got this family heirloom. I got I got the inheritance that my parents have saved up for. You see, too many of us are living with an attitude of a slave. And I mean that with no disrespect. But we are living shackled to stuff that God wants you to be unshackled from. You are living below your heiress. What's the right word? You're, you're living below your heiress expectation. God has so much for this church. God has so much for you as an individual. You see, I feel the Holy Ghost ministering here right now. He's ministering to us in an area of our identity. Can you just raise up your hands all across this building this morning? Oh, God. He's dealing with you in your area, area of identity. You are a child of the Most High. You are heir of the kingdom of God. Your calling. He's dealing with some of you in your area of calling. Some of you haven't given your best to the area of your calling. But can I tell you today that God sent me here to tell you that if you will adjust your vision and focus on the call, 
Focus on the call. And I'm not talking about just ministry. I'm talking about what God has for you. You have a talent. You have a ministry that you haven't been focused on. If God, if you would just turn and get your focus on the call, everything else will fall in line and miracles are coming your way. To finish my story real quick, I said, God, I don't want nothing Nothing to come in between you and me, God. Nothing that's going to come in between. Nothing that's going to distract me. That was Sunday. Come to church Wednesday. I come to church Sunday. Guess who was in service on Sunday? My lovely wife. Now, there's a long story leading up to that. I was in a drug-induced high. And God began to show me this lady singing. Well, first time he, he did it, he's, I, I was getting married, and her name was Missy. I thought I was, I went out and told my uncle. My uncle Ray was here today. He could tell you. I was like, man, that was some good stuff last night because this is what I found. This is what happened to me couple nights later high again go to sleep sitting in church this lady singing singing a song in a white a, a, a flowered the blue dress with white flowers and the Lord said that's who you're going to marry I thought man this is some really good dope because I had no interest in church. I was as backslidden as backslidden can be. Folks, I just come to tell you here right now that if God protected me and dealt with me when I was in the drug-induced state, there's nothing that God wouldn't do for me right now. And God would, there's nothing that God would do for you, would not do for you because you have his favor. Well, I come to church Sunday morning, Sunday night, get refilled with the Holy Ghost, come to church Wednesday, come to church Sunday morning. My wife is sitting over on the right-hand side of the Gleedsville Church and start talking to my brother. Of course, I caught her eye right away. She just kept staring at me the whole service. It's my story, so... Um, Tell it how I want. But I started talking to my brother, and I was, and he's like, her name's Missy. I was like, interesting. Come to church Sunday night. She's on the platform singing in the exact dress that God showed me in the dream. And I walked out of that building, and I told Lee, if he was here today, he could tell you. I said, I'm going to marry her. And he said, Brother Bailey's going to kill you. Folks, if you will not allow anything to distract you from God, God will give you the blessed, best blessing of your life. And that little lady right there, I definitely married up. She is the best thing that's ever happened to me in my life outside 
of the Holy Ghost. And in closing, and I'm sorry, Axel's name, this is Caleb's daughter, Axel's name meant anklet. Her name means anklet. Anybody know what an anklet is? It is an adornment that you put on your ankles. But in those days, another representation of that name also meant the leg chains that held somebody to the stocks in the prison. If you'll close your eyes and lift your hands, this altar is going to be open in just a moment. God began to deal with me to tell you to not let the chains of 2019 drag you down in 2020. God began to tell me to tell you that the chain breaker is in the house today and that he will break any chain that has been holding you back from being all that he has for you. But in order for you to have those chains broken, you've got to have a mindset change. You've got to correct your vision. And you've got to get your eye off the chain and get it on 